It's showtime. It's showtime? It's showtime. Buckle up, baby. You're now watching the Star Wars Friends Podcast Razor Crest React Show. Starting in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. This This is the way. Watching the Star Wars Friends podcast, Razor Crest React Show, covering each episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. Don't forget to subscribe and join the conversation every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars Friends. Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the YouTube and Facebook Live chat world? My name is Christopher Meriden, and you are watching the Mandalorian Razorcrest React Show for Chapter 12 of The Mandalorian The Siege. And joining me on this wonderful Friday evening are my Star Wars friends and a couple other Star Wars friends. What's going on, everybody? What up? Uh, are we doing? <laughs> yeah, Josh, go ahead. You me up. Uh, this is Josh, and I have to say I am very excited to be on this live chat with my fellow Metro Detroiters, my fellow Downriver Rats, and most importantly, my fellow. ATAT believers. Lines have been crossed. Oh man, this is Kyle, and I loved today's episode. But at the same time, I feel like every episode of The Mandalorian from now on is just waiting to see Bo-Katan again. Oh, I feel that. This is Maggie, and I want to let you know that it's not Dank Ferric; it's actually Dank Ferret. <laughs> <laughs> That was a dank ferret. Wasn't that it? was, it was a, a dank, dank ferret. ferret, for sure, for sure. And joining us tonight are our very great Star Wars friends. We have Andrea and Lauren from the Galactic Podcast. What is up? Woo-hoo. Detroit is in the house. Clearly. Detroit. What Detroit. up? What up? <laughs> so uh, I had to go run and get my uh, vintage Detroit Red Wings hoodie. Um, nice. So for anyone watching from the Detroit area, this isn't going to be probably the last time you see me wearing this, but it's a special <laughs> occasion, so uh, I don't bust it out often. It's like a fine Chianti. We uh, call this pandering, folks. Pandering. <laughs> total pandering. Total pandering. It's okay. We appreciate it. <laughs> but we are Midwest we folk. We're Midwest folk. Yeah, no, folk. it's fine. Uh, like Maggie's- I said, Ohio doesn't have a good hockey team, so you have to <laughs> cling to the legacy of the Detroit Red Wings. That is cold. Yeah. That is cold. Maggie, the truth, sometimes a- the truth hurts. Uh, an East Coaster, but Midwester in, in heart. Uh, does have family roots here. So this is a Midwest connection today. This is good. This is good. Yeah. And our friends, Rebel Art Empire, of course, from Michigan. So welcome everybody from uh, wherever you're at. This is a good night. This is going to be a good episode tonight. I can't wait to talk about Chapter 12, The Siege. Lots to talk about. My God, Carl Weathers, genius. Carl Weathers mm. uh, really delivered a fantastic episode here. So very excited about that. But first... We have done this every uh, every single Razor Crest Reacts where we talk about the incredible fundraiser that Maggie and her friends have put together. And I'm so proud 
of uh, what has Bravo. happened this week. This is so cool. Surreal. Let me go and throw this up on the screen here. What is that number, Maggie? What it is, is $15,085. Unreal. Um, Unreal. I just have to like give a huge shout out to Star Wars author E.K. Johnston, who donated $1,000 this week. And then also Meg Dowell from Project Stardust, who also donated $1,000 today. That brought us to the $15,000 goal. Um, when we relaunched, essentially relaunched the fundraiser at the start of The Mandalorian, we set the goal of $15,000 by the end of the season. Um, December 20th. And so to have reached that goal, essentially this week, I think we raised like two, I think $3,000 this week alone, just with the two large contributions, and then $12 and $100 donations throughout the week. It has just been yet again, just so overwhelming. I think that Candace and Eric and I have cried so much in our group chat. Um, Cause it's just, you know, it's, it's really easy to get like really upset about things and like what's being said by, you know, certain members of the cast, but then just to see how the star Wars fandom and the star Wars, you know, actual like Lucasfilm employees and staff and writers and how, they react is just like it reminds you why star wars can be really good yeah so. this is a. Uh... It's incredible. I cannot believe it. When you started this, uh, you had an inkling of an idea and it has just rightfully so carried momentum and it's still happening. This is incredible. Yes. So, and, and today is the trans day of remembrance. That is um, right. So the fact that, you know, we were able to reach this, this, you know, total and the, you know, aligning with the day of the episode, um, it just felt like a really, it's heartwarming in a lot I mean, of ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, unbelievable. This is the, we talk about, I mean, we're Star Wars podcasters. We we talk about fandom, whether you know you're on the right side, wrong side, in between, doesn't matter. Um, this is definitely on the right side. This is incredible. You get to see the best of people because of this, and you're really you're really providing a, a lot of resources for the organization and yeah. uh, through this through this. So good for you. Very proud of you. Very proud of everyone. And thank, thank you, you, everyone that's donated. Now there have been some forty dollar donations rolled through since we started <laughs> the. Now this this hoodie's really tight. Just real. This is like a kid. <laughs> this is like a, I can't really, it's like super, I'm squeezed into this thing. It's like a kid's uh, large or something like that. But Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but we, uh, so I am planning on sending out these shirts. So nice. very cool to everyone who's donated $40 uh, to the to the cause. I am planning on sending out those shirts, but you got to hit us up. Show at StarWarsFriends.com. Send me your donation receipt and your mailing address, and I would be very happy to get those out. Um, awesome. Very cool. EK Johnson. Wow. Coming through Meg. Yeah, Meg. Seriously. Project Stardust. Super cool. So Tiernan's asking about the dog, Kyle's dog, <laughs> uh, who's just made a guest appearance here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He was being annoying back there. I had to tell him to lay down. I don't know if you can. Oh, oh there he is. Oh. <laughs> is your can dog part massive? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, the armor part you can't tell by looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> so this is cool uh all right so there's another reminder and andrew and lauren this is something that i, I don't know if you're aware of this oh god what <laughs> I know is this happening this. again what? yes what? what what chris your, run your bit he's always always playing some game <laughs> We're only wait, halfway through wait, the Mandalorian season two. We are so excited. Josh and I are so excited to announce. Oh, here we go, baby. None other than <laughs> Boba Fett you is alive. Yeah. Yes. And Andrea's on Team Boba Fett. Hell yeah. This Hell is yeah. so cool. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, 
just your reminder. Uh, <laughs> no booze. This is nothing but good. This is nothing but good. So, uh, in case you didn't know, I'm, I'm here to remind you. Here to remind <laughs> you. So, this is glorious. We're halfway through Mandalorian season two, and every week just ratchets up the the lore. It expands. It world builds. It's so incredible. And uh, this episode delivered. Big time. Josh, what you got? Chris, I, to cheer up the Boba Fett haters, can you hit us with that other placard that you have? Oh, for sure. I mean, listen, this, this is the other thing. I just want to remind people something else. <laughs> Maggie. Sasha Banks That's is good. a Mandalorian. That's can okay. you believe it? We accept That's this. okay. We Excuse me? We stand. We stand. <laughs> That's your SmackDown Women's Champion. Show That's some right. respect. Hey. Right. Tosca memes can snap my neck, and I still thank her. <laughs> so cool. So Politely cool. So, as well, too. Very politely. It's like, thank yeah, you. <laughs> so, I, I, listen, I think everything going on uh, in The Mandalorian is just, from a story perspective, is just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I... We love Baby Yoda. I mean, I think that's the one universal beloved character in all of Star Wars. And this episode (laughs) was just classic. It was so good. So we're going to dive into our our breakdown as we normally do. But I want to know, you know, has has anyone watched it more than once? Because I just I got a second watch in and it was better. It was better the second time around. Uh, So, Andrea, you saw it twice now. Four times, actually. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Whoa. I watched it at work. Dang. I did like a, a listen and a watch on my phone. <laughs> Got home from work, watched it real quick. Before I went to bed, watched it again. Yes. <laughs> I, I, up, I watched it again. Yes, yes. And it did. It did get better every single time. Yeah. It really did. I mean, th- there was, you know, I watch it early in the morning. I think a lot of people watch it before they go to work. They're groggy. They they have a coffee. And I'm usually out the door ready to go. But the second watching right before we jumped on here, just really, I caught so many things that I kind of thought I caught on the first viewing. And then I kind of went to work, forgot about it. And then now it just reinforced some things I saw. So I can't wait to break this one down mm-hmm. with all of you because there's so much in here, little nuggets, little nuggets, or were they, I mean, they're not really Easter eggs yet, but uh, maybe if we talk about them. So <laughs> here we are. Did anyone stay up till 3 AM? Has, has anyone done that? I can't do it. No, God. the only time I have ever job. done that. Right. The last time I did that was for The Punisher. Like three years ago, I stayed up until like a Netflix release and watched like two episodes. Never again. It's not worth it. You're so tired. You're not paying attention. <laughs> right. You fall asleep. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's uh, intense. When I see people post, like, yeah, I'm staying up till watch it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm asleep at 10 30. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm watching baby. House Hunters. <laughs> Let me uh, sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I am baby. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into this episode. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, number one, I just want to be upfront because th- there's a lot of controversy around uh, a particular actor, and we're not going to dive into that. Okay, we're, we're going we're gonna to just talk about the episode. Um, in, in, in it's just the form we were delivered. So, um, just wanted to be very, we can have online conversations. You can at me at no one is Chris, if you'd like, and we can yes, talk about it there. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Come at me. <laughs> my, my profile public again. <laughs> so please come at me. So, all right, here we go. And we are keeping, we are keeping theme this season with these, with these show titles. So mm-hmm. this one, chapter 12, the siege, we had what we had the Marshall. We had what was the heiress. This? The heiress. 
the what was the, the last passenger one? the passenger the spiders the remember that the episode sp- spiders return of the spiders, spiders. <laughs> okay so, i'm sorry that was called the frog lady <laughs> oh my bad <laughs> show your respect adventures of frog lady so the siege now i had no idea normally with the with the show titles so far you've been able to kind of figure it out if you're if you're a hardcore star wars fan you can kind of get it from there from the title screen i had no idea what we were getting into did everyone kind of have a feeling we were going to get the Navarro episode yeah. with grief and, and Kara. Okay. It, yeah. Cause you know how they do that in the beginning, they do like a recap of like previous it's so spoilery. Every time, every time. Oh, so you, yeah. so you skip it. To be honest, I really like that. And that reminds me of like mm-hmm. classic television from the nineties where like you'd actually watch a TV show on like Wednesday night on Fox mm. and they give you like a little mm-hmm. recap before it. I love that. I have yeah, the mind too. of a sieve and <laughs> just like it flows right out. So it's nice to get like those little refreshers, especially since I haven't rewatched the Mandalorian and like notoriously bad with rewatching things unless it's Rogue one. And so I liked like <laughs> reminding about like Mithral and like what happened. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that was, Oh boy. Am I am I on Team Mithril now? Okay, and I was <laughs> such a hater. I was such a hater. A complete one eighty for Chris. <laughs> one eighty. I know our friend Scott is probably going to kill me. He he hates how I flip flop <laughs> on these things. But hey, you man, do <laughs> the story. But the story evolves, and you can. And it's okay to change your mind. Uh, you know, it's okay to change your opinion. Um, I still feel the same way I feel about Rise of Skywalker. But that's a whole different uh, story we can get into. No anyway. more Rise of Skywalker discourse but, but today. But you liked it. I think you liked it more at first, and then you like we talked to you. About- <laughs> actually mid show mid show uh kyle just beat me down verbally i remember like you were just... so, i remember that you were so, like, it was like such a bummed feeling such during the show move. i was like i was trying to peace keep and it was just, i wanted to like it, it was a rough I, time i tried to like it really no hard. rise of skywalker conversation <laughs> poor maggie, poor maggie. i, I still haven't healed it. fully <laughs> oh, this is good. All right, we're off to a good start here. So we haven't even got past the title screen. This is great. So um, all right, so we got chapter 12, The Siege, which is directed by none other than Mr. Carl Weathers. Like, oh my impressive. goodness. 70 plus years old. What is he? Ding, 70, 72, 73? <laughs> That's Love him Apollo. so much. Apollo. Apollo. Oh my god. My hand off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Has he directed before? I somebody I don't I know I no, didn't not on it. this, but he's he's directed before, just not he's Star directed Wars. before. Okay. And and he really he's definitely did got a experience easing the tension. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this for for someone oh, of it's Kyle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this to me. Okay, so let's just let's just look at the show as, as a Star Wars fan. I mean, he hits all the right beats. I mean, you get to see all the classic Star Wars tropes, and, and even poking a little bit of fun at him, you get to see the action, the comedy. You get to see the inside of the cockpit of a Tie Fighter explode when they're about to burst, which is classic Star Wars. Uh, a lot of the the swipes, you know, uh, if you really study film editing, Star Wars really made those cheesy uh, wipes very just yeah. commonplace in that Green universe wipe. and what carl weathers nailed it nailed this mm-hmm. episode i have mm-hmm. literally uh nothing no qualms with it it was a great star wars episode yeah, yeah. it really was and his character has had one of the most complete arcs so far i mean obviously yeah. din has had some growth but he's gone from like a complete turd at the beginning of the first <laughs> season to <laughs> now he's True. like part of the crew yeah mm-hmm. No, he is totally part of the crew. 
And this was truly like an actual episode of television because there was a bogey. There was, you could see a crew member behind them. And let me just tell you, as somebody who works in the film industry, it is not a true movie until you have a mistake like that. Like Good Lord Bird just recently had an episode and you could see the green screen like down an alleyway in St. Petersburg. It was like funniest thing. Like that's just, that's, that's yes. TV to me. Yes. Mm. I have to say Grief Karga's arc too. It's, it, there was a nice callback. I don't know if anyone remembers, but that someone was talking about Grief Karga in the first season and said he's a failed magistrate. So for him to be mm. like successfully running the city now, mm-hmm. Is like mm-hmm. a cool, like full circle moment for him too. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so, so let you know, let's get into the city. Let's get into a few things here. Let's let's start sharing some screen caps here. And as always, uh, I have technical difficulties. So, Andrew and Lauren, bear with me. Uh, this is I'm literally scrambling to get these photos right before we go on air, and I try to get them in order here. So. Here we go. Uh, it opens up with this little cutie uh, just eating a little bit of uh, broth the there. No, it opens up with him trying to teach the child how to do the yeah, wires. This is the oh, is that okay? Oh, that okay, let, so let me fun. let me back up a little bit yes. here. So, um, see, I got these out of order a little bit. We so. cannot oh, that forget wire that wire scene. Oh my god! Well, so I didn't good. forget the wire scene. Let me. Uh, the baby, a baby with us? wires pop. Who plays Among Us? <laughs> Here we go. So, I was just gonna say it couldn't be more topical with the Among Us. Uh, uh, Baby Yoda's looking pretty yeah. sus. I think it's <laughs> very. So sus. he's in this little tiny compartment trying Aww, to rewire, yeah. and you get this incredible scene of a father trying to teach their child how to repair something, and mm-hmm. he's just not getting it. And it's good on Din being patient, though. Super mm-hmm. patient, especially so patient. in a starship traveling, hurling through space. Uh, yeah. just super calm, super calm. So you get this other funny moment here of Din poking his head through this little portal. I love that <laughs> so much. I saw Din Jaren vent. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh this is a great little piece of comic relief. This is classic Star Wars humor. It was such a dad moment too. Total dad moment. This is like Han and Chewie trying to fix the Falcon. Like, <laughs> right bit. on. Like, yes. I loved it. So yes. Man. Yes. Yeah. And so now we have uh, we have them. They the baby Yoda smokes himself. He just gets hit and doesn't do the right thing. He it's such a cute little scene. This is a good point right here. This this is like that scene where Rocket is trying to tell baby Groot like what buttons to press. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not this one. That yeah, it's I mean, obviously it's a little bit calmer energy, but that's Why does true. Nobody have tape. Yeah. And, and how bad was this? Uh, did this Moncala do at fixing this thing up? Oh he didn't my even goodness. put the red and the blue wires in the right place. Give me a break. Terrible <laughs> job. Terrible. I mean, you saw it. You saw us covering. Uh, it, was, uh, oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. So, yeah. Here it is. Look at this cute little moment. Aww. And for everyone that, and for everyone that has asked, how does he eat? When does he eat? When does he drink? You're, you're here. You go. Questions okay. answered. So. I just have to. I feel like this. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Kyle. I'll let you talk. I was going to say, I feel like this is a little bit of development for him. It is. Yeah. Like lift, lifting that uh, the yes. the helmet up and he's like evolving his way. And you can see the first time he did it, Baby Yoda looked at him because he was like, wait, what are you doing? So yeah. cute, man. And then the second time they did it together. Yeah. Like when this moment happened, I was like, okay, so we're finally seeing like Den being like, maybe 
I can show some of my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. chin slip. Yeah, exactly. Chin, it was totally. very, very and sexy. I thought, and I, honestly, I don't know if anybody else has felt this way, but like when they were sitting there eating and I saw that Den had a bowl of like the broth in his hand, I was like, is he just going to take his helmet off and just be like, right. chill? I, my heart was like, <gasps> right. <laughs> I I've not had enough see. coffee for this. I literally yeah. paused it and like took a sip of coffee. I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like... <laughs> <laughs> the bendy straw who wasn't rocking the bendy straws oh yeah i love that still rocking them yeah i wonder yeah. if he would if like din would have been doing this in like in season one i mean i doubt it but like you can no, tell like because like, like, you can see so much of his face yeah, yeah. like yeah. 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 and the way like the was... child was like yeah oh god it felt i can't like it was wait. a change for him yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you were right about this whole time yeah Kyle, <laughs> you're right i think i think the bo-katan uh speech to to Din about him being a religious zealot coming from the 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 very hardcore sect of Mandalorians and then understanding yeah. that yeah I mean it's just like dipping your toes in the water you're afraid to swim but here we go let's see what happens um, he's not ready like, to do full frontal but he can show a little chin yeah PG maybe next thing you'll think frontal face guys. All right, so then we see Din and the baby Yoda child going to Navarro. We know that that's where the ship is headed. We kind of had a, a, a gut feeling. Uh, and, you know, okay, I don't have Love a photo of this, but but the crest docking, and it's all junky, and the, 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 the hangar door kind of goes down. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. It gets stuck halfway. And yeah, it's it didn't even like, hit the ground. Yeah, so, he had to like jump down. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's so funny. It reminded me in uh, Clone Wars when Obi Wan borrowed a ship from Anakin, and he went and docked oh, on Mandalore, yeah. and he had to like <laughs> kick the door down. He's like, yes. last time I borrow a ship from you. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Uh, well, he, so he jumps down from this hangar, and he has a reunion with his his good friends, Grief Karga, Cara Dune, in. And to be real, I mean, I know that they had only been in a few episodes together, but I think the chemistry is just really, really fantastic between these characters. I really do think that mm-hmm. these characters mesh well together and the story makes sense. It's a linear story where you understand where they came from and how they are here now. And of course, grief, lovable grandpa grief uh, is yeah. just he's the he's the cutest with the little baby. Um, well, the baby saved him too. remember in season yeah. one, he was going to die and the baby saved his life. So I'm sure they mm-hmm. have a. A special bond. A little bond. A little bond. So they're walking through the streets of Navarro, which, if if you can tell, is a lot brighter. It's looking good. It's got mm-hmm. some plants. It's got some uh it's got some plants throughout the streets, got some citizens in colorful colors. Got some yeah. landscaping going on. Cool. Yeah, yeah, this is good. And so this is something really cool. So we're we're Look starting shrubbery. to see, yeah, some <laughs> shrubbery, some off-wheel drawwells, but you guys see what's in the back there? Yeah. IG11. Yeah, yeah. so let me, go ahead, statue. let me go ahead and zoom in on, on this here. So for anyone that didn't catch this, uh, I, did I didn't not, catch yeah. it till the second viewing here. So our good nanny droid friend, IG-11, yes. is immortalized Aww. as a statue on yes. the borrow. Incredible. He saved the town, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's Absolutely fantastic. incredible. So, uh, so I got a, I've got a question while we're at this part. Is this... Because he said, "I'm surprised it's still standing." Is this schoolhouse what you what was the bar that they had the yes. little yes. standoff yes. in and the yes. flamethrower and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it did a was, heck of a cleanup uh, job on that guy. Yeah, it was is a heck of a cleanup job, and and really, you walk it so. Grief and Carrot, you learn that Cara Dune is now the marshal 
of Navarro. Can I just say, there's only one marshal in my heart, and it's this guy. <laughs> it's right Everybody's got to be a marshal now, yeah. Yeah, right that's here. right. I was like, dang, everyone's a marshal. That's the term they're going to use now? They can't, like, I mean, okay. I guess that's that's now canon. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget Marshall Mathers, 100%. Detroit. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, There's only one. There we go. Oh, <laughs> no, you're thinking of Highlander, actually. There, there can be only one. <laughs> uh, so they are walking through the town, and, and they are com- – or Mando's commenting on how lovely it looks and, and how great it is. And then they enter into, to Kyle's point, a, a building, which is the bar that was shot up by the, the E-Web cannon and was – vaporized by the flame, the incinerator trooper and baby Yoda kind of held back those flames. And we well got that giant him. explosion. Yeah. And I don't know how much time has passed, but they did. They really did. Uh, whoever the city manager is, has done a hell of a job uh, <laughs> renovating this town. So very proud of them. Now we get to one of the cutest moments I've ever seen in star Wars. Oh, mm. come on Kyle now. Come on now. Baby Yoda goes to school. How freaking <laughs> cute is this? How cute Aww. is this? Is uh, there a pop of it yet? I'm surprised it hasn't been advertised. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Now, Monday, right, yeah, I need Baby coming. Yoda with the little ma- <laughs> the little yes. macaroons. Macaroon. Yeah. So, uh, so they go to a classroom Macron. and... You know, Grief Karga is like, all right, hey, I, we need to talk to you about some business. We got to We got to set the child here. Mando goes wherever I go. He goes. Mm-hmm. And Grief convinces Grief convinces him to let the child sit at at this like random schoolhouse with a protocol droid teaching, which, by the way, if you go back and listen to the protocol droid speech, they're talking about trade routes. I don't know if anyone yeah. caught yeah. the dialogue. It's great dialogue talking about the trade routes, uh, the outer rim and, and a lot of really cool little things. The Kessel run. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ma- yeah. The maelstrom, the maelstrom mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's fun, man. Really great. Once again, great writing, great nods to all of star mm-hmm. Wars in this episode. But of course, Baby Yoda sitting at a, at a desk, didn't relents and says, okay, I trust you grief. I, Baby Yoda that. has never done anything. Uh, so he is he's sitting there and he looks over and this this kid this student is snacking away at a desk now i wasn't allowed to eat uh, from what i can remember in elementary school i wasn't allowed to eat at my desk but then the outer rim anything goes clearly that's lawless Um, this kid has (laughs) vacuum sealed macaroons clearly macaroons which are my, I mean, I love macaroons. So uh, pistachio, uh, aqua flavored, whatever, whatever this child's eating. Blue milk. Aqua favorite. Blue milk. Blue milk. Blue mi- oh God, yes, blue milk. Ah, oh, genius. Sorry, I just, I like that. I actually <laughs> yeah. think it's their ch- their tube chowder flavored. That's what. Oh, I mean. chowder flavored chowder macaroon. Tube chowder macron. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, of course, naturally, the child wants to snack on it. He's looking at him. The uh, kids eyeing him up. The kids like, "No, man, this is mine. You get your own. You get your own." And it's the cutest thing. Uh, the the kid eating the snacks is in focus, and you see the child in the background raise his hand, and you know what's about to happen. I thought he was going to choke the kid. I was so nervous. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, "Don't be violent. Control yourself." Oh my God. He, uh, but you see the hand come up and then there's this cut scene and all of a sudden the child has, has the snack and here he is right here. Come on now. Come on now. Look at that. Look at that little face. Look at that innocent face. He's so rude. What a bully. Yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Uh, baby Yoda's the bully. He stole oh, the kid's cookies. Yoda, the what if that was the only meal kid. that kid was going to have all day? You don't know. That you don't know, that. You don't know his life. Daddy. He could have cared. Maybe they're Girl Scout cookies and he can't class. even get any until next right. year. Yeah. You don't know that. Share it with a cute green alien baby. Yeah. It had to be. Just because he's cute, he deserves stuff. What is this, you guys? Would you say no to this face? Could you say no to this? No, no, I would. If it I was my last sleeve of Space Girl Scout Macrons, yes. <laughs> Let me get those Galactic Thin Mints. Ooh, exactly. I want some Galactic Thin Mints. That would be good. Uh, so yeah, here, uh, here it is, right here. Sean, Sean has it right here. He's fifty years older. Come on now. Pay yeah. Your dues. Mm-hmm. Pay your dues. So <laughs> it's a cute little moment, and we get to see him snack. All right. So now he attack. He snack. The- that's right that's right so we do get uh we get that whole scene fantastic now we got to get down to business we see grief carga lead the mando and cara dune into another room which we get to see our old friend the mithril who is played by horatio sands who i dogged (laughs) relentlessly in season one Uh who I you didn't relentless. Oh, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I'm, and I, I can and still kind of take or leave him. It, but <laughs> I will say that this to talk about, you were talking about grief Karga's character development earlier. I, the Mithril I'm on team Mithril Now I love this. Mm. He gets so spooked seeing the Mando mm. that he, uh, uh, he wets himself. I mean, that would be the, <laughs> that would be the human thing. Um, <laughs> But he has his poof of uh, he inked. He inked. He inked. <laughs> uh, when he saw him, it was so funny. And we learned that the Mithril was an accountant of some kind who worked for Grief Carga and a bookie skimming off the a books, book. skimming mm-hmm. off the books. And that's what that bounty might have been for. So, um, it's a really cool scene of dialogue. He is now indebted to Grief Carga for 350 years. Which, which how's is- Grief even going to? enforce that is he gonna will this accountant to his offspring it's or something? a little How's shady i'm not gonna lie that's <laughs> rude and what's he's, he's, he's keeping like a slave on. like we don't yeah. we right. don't know how long they live though so and i mean indenture, well i mean assuming the mithril has a very long lifespan or what's the point of that right, but exactly. like grief mm-hmm. doesn't <laughs> he's gonna die mm-hmm. in like 10 years <laughs> yes <laughs> josh Look what you that got beard it's coming so i have one gripe with this episode oh and kind of kind of actually the show in general is it what mike harris just said this is um yes (laughs) (laughs) this dude is in two episodes in two seasons has a funko pop has tons of dialogue and doesn't have a name yeah frog lady has a whole episode that's about her she doesn't have a name Okay, and she's and, featured in and three. We already have, and we already have a marshal. Why do we have another marshal? Like, give Cara Dune a different like title. That just it's the weak way too. Lazy. He just called it weak way. Yeah. Give us some stuff. some names, some names. Some names. So, all right, let's give us cheers. detail. First where off, it's cheers, Noah. Cheers, Noah. To Pond Water here. Um, all right, let's go around table here. I'm going to stop it. Lauren, mm-hmm. what is the Mithril's name? <laughs> give it to Steve. us, Steve. Steve the Mithril. <laughs> Andrea. Mithril, Steve. Andrea, what is the Mithril's name? Max. Max. Okay. Uh, Kyle. Uh, Horatio. I wow. think it would work. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 That could Ma- work. Yeah. Maggie. Mithril. Mithril. Oh. Oh. Sassy. All right, person. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh, what do you think? Glorp. 
Gorp. Gorp. I'm going with Gorp. I'm going with Terry. Terry the Mithril. <laughs> Terry. Terry the Mithril is full name Terrence. When he's on the clock, he's Terrence. But at party time, he's Terry. Uh, so uh, we got Rupert. Okay, Fet Maddox. Rupert. Him, I like Rupert. <laughs> Rupert. We have Ambrose. Oh, oh Keith is also a good Shiky. name. Okay, this is great. Kyle. Noah thinks mm, it. Kyle. I don't know about that. Kyle, how do you feel about that? Gil. Gil's a little on the nose. I don't know about that. Harold. 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 I like this. This Eagle. is good. Uh, this all something. right. I hope uh, I hope Dave Filoni catches wind of this and we'll get we'll get an I think he's in the chat. He's just not commenting. Yeah, Dave, come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> I think Tiernan is Dave Filoni. You <laughs> this whole Dave time. Sus, this whole time. Sus. <laughs> so, all right, we got a lot of great names from Mithril. So hopefully that settles it, Josh. I hope you're satisfied oh, with your roundtable here of uh, Mithril <laughs> names. I know I am. This is good. So we learn that the Mithril is now part of Grief's inner circle, working off a of debt. And now Cara Dune is trying to explain to Mando that there is this Imperial compound on the other side of Navarro. Now, I love this, okay? I love, because whenever you, in Star Wars, okay, and I have a lifelong Star Wars fan, and they just fly to one spaceport on a giant planet. I know how big Earth is. Right. And I'm like, there's got to be different continents. There's got to be different weather patterns. How is Tatooine an entire desert planet? There's all these, like, science things that my brain kind of, like, okay, what's on the other side of this planet? There has to be more. And so they literally answer this in, in a beautiful way here. Uh, on the other side of Navarro is this imperial compound that is a leftover um, kind of just a, a remnant. We'll use that term, a remnant facility of the Empire. And it's the last stronghold on Navarro to Kara's point saying that, you know, it's a, it's a ghost crew there's or a skeleton crew. There's not many people there. And, um, you know, we got to get rid of these people so that Navarro can finally be free. Love it. Very noble. Very cool. And Mando's kind of hesitant at first and is like, all right, dude, I got you. Yeah, I need the repairs done to my ship. Let's go do it. And let's free Navarro. Because as we all know, Mando's a very noble and ethical uh, uh, person and does the right thing. So this is cool. Helping out his friends. And I got excited. I'm like, okay, now this is the siege. This is going to be cool. Now, what I didn't expect was to see Mithril driving a uh, a land speeder through the lava flats. Chris, that, when you're an indentured servant, you do what the boss says. I guess so. so. <laughs> I guess so. So they're they're riding through the uh, lava flats, very reminiscent of the land speeder scene from Star Wars: A New Hope. I really liked it. It was cool as a side shot of it, right through that canyon. Yeah. Oh, so so much fun. The dialogue was great. I thought that Mithril's lines were were good banter back and forth between Grief and Mithril, kind of like, "Hey, you're going to do this. I'll take you know, or whatever." I mean, I, I don't remember the actual. He quote. said something about his. Uh, humidity vest or yeah. vapor yes. vest something because yes. he's like aquatic on this dry planet he was drying out yes yes so they so they get to the gate happens of to the compound. best of us <laughs> <laughs> so they get to this compound and it's that classic star wars you know megalithic mm -hmm. uh compound high up in a, a canyon for some unknown reason they always just build these things the weirdest places the empire builds the absolute stupidest <laughs> they love a wall they love like, a big just, wall like Vader's castle on the top of a lake <laughs> and like who big. builds yeah. your base on top of like 
a lava chamber. Right, right. Well, if you gotta get rid of it, lava, lava chamber. Like, they weren't they using it for power? Yeah, they they, they yeah, use it as a reactor like core. Impractical. It is impractical, but so they really are, like um, their lava in the Empire. Apparently, they do. It's, I think yeah. it was an Anakin thing. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. It, uh, but it looks great. It looks great. Very. I thought it looked very reminiscent of a lot of the rebels, um, the rebels imperial mm. compounds from the cartoon, yeah, as well as the facility uh, in Rogue One where um, Galen Erso dies. Uh, I thought that was very similar as well. It also looked like. Um, Oh my gosh, what is the video game called? The really popular one, Cal Kestis. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. My brain was like blanking out. Yeah. Lots of Star Wars happening. It's okay. Uh, Disney's giving so much a ton Star of Star Wars. So this is uh, this is a really cool looking structure. Now they get to the doorway here and Mando's trying to get in. And he's like, oh, hell no. Uh, can't get in. These controls are fried. And it's because that valley that they're in has a lava flow that comes through and it burnt through the, the panel to where Kara says Imperial trash. And it's, you know, it's one they of didn't get the right. Uh, they, she said something about, they didn't get the right panel that was graded for lava, lava. temperatures or something like that. Yeah. It's a hell of a panel. I don't even, yeah. I mean, that's whew, think of the cost hey, of that. If you're on a lava planet, you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta, what you invest. Gotta, do. You gotta <laughs> invest. You gotta pay for the good stuff. So Mando can't get in. They call over Mithril because he, whatever, I guess is a slicer now, which we, we learn about in a little bit. <laughs> this is not an Ewok slicer. Not an Ewok slicer. Hey, respect the Ewok slicer. Yay, no Ewok slicers. Um, man, could you imagine if an Ewok slicer shows up in Mandalorian? I hope it does. Just to Your brain's going to explode. It's going to be <laughs> hilarious. Next episode, Chris. Next episode. Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> so Mando's like, all right, I got no time to waste. You guys, you guys mess around here. Cool jetpack scene again. More mm-hmm. classic jetpack. I can't get enough of it. Zooms uh-huh. up to the top of the of the platform. You know what's about to happen. You know what's about <laughs> to happen. <laughs> a stormtrooper is going to fall from the sky. And uh, and as the mithril is trying to get in with his little laser torch, which he said he uses for minor plumbing, which is great. A little He's great. Also a plumber. Yeah. yeah. A plumber. Uh, <laughs> you see the stormtrooper body fall down. So that's super cool. Uh, really fun. And they eventually get in. They go up the elevator and they meet up with Mando. And of course, Tiernan, yes, a world of OSA violations, which <laughs> so many. my favorite line in this episode, we will get to in just a few moments. And I cannot wait because it's cl- right up that OSHA violation uh, uh, alley right there. So they get up to the platform. Mando has already fried a couple stormtroopers and he's like skeleton crew, huh? Super pissed. He's like, <laughs> what do you guys lead me into? I mean, that's what happened. And well, I think I they were all surprised. Lying. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't think this one was a lie. I think it was a surprise because this this base turned out to be something other than what they thought it was. Yeah, bad intel. True. Yeah. How do you guys feel without? I mean, without going into the next few scenes, just in general, how does it make you feel to see classic trilogy stormtroopers on on your show now? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love it. it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so cool. And they were so well done in this episode. It, it felt like I was playing old video games again. I felt like I was playing Dark Empire, uh, um, or I'm sorry, Dark Forces. I felt like it was classic New Hope Stormtroopers. The dialogue, oh, yeah. um, just seeing them clean too. Uh, very different from last season when we saw yeah. the Roman Stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. This is really cool. So I felt very, I felt very at home in this episode. All right, let we got we got another photo here. So here's where the siege takes place. These folks, these fine folks, are now running through this imperial compound. They are trying to find the reactor core 
so that they can overload the reactor core and blow this place up. So, um, you know, they're running through classic hallway scenes, a lot of cool stuff going on. You're, you, the, listen, these choreographed fights, choreographed gun scenes are just incredible. And Lauren Andrew, I don't know, how do you feel about the choreography in this season in particular, just for any of the fight scenes? I mean, what really stood out to me was last episode when the Mandos were fighting, the Night Owls were fighting. It was just absolutely amazing. Kept a really good pace. So good. I felt like this episode was a little too much pew, pew, pew. Uh, but uh, I I was impressed with the way it was directed by Carl Weathers. So yeah. I was there for it. Yeah, it was fast. Lauren, what do you think about the choreography this season? Yeah, I mean, I you can tell it's, it's stepped up. It looks yeah. cleaner. Um more organized not that last season wasn't but you could tell i think last season where they put the money and that was in the volume i mean yes you can tell that they obviously this season they have they don't have to worry about that now they can throw everything at cgi better you know choreography or you know just make things a little more crisp a little more uh you know just more star wars and yeah it's great and that's a good call i mean their budget's gigantic and you're yes. right. They had to use yes. that budget to build the volume. And now that they have this massive toy to play with, it's on. It's on. Yeah, I, and- I, I think that's why we've seen some of those bigger action set pieces and yes. some yeah. more, um, I guess, variety in the costuming and right. all kinds of little things like that because there is more money available. Now, yeah, so you can definitely tell these last two episodes where it's the difference between last season and this season where you can tell – the choreography, the, I mean, the, the jet packing, like you said, Chris, oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. It's been Amazing. so good. Yeah. You can yeah. tell like, that's such a, uh, Favreau thing too. Like Iron Man, like you can tell it's <laughs> yes. just like, yeah. oh, it's so good. Yeah. He's so such good. a Mary Sue. He never even trained with that jet pack. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. This and he can just eat himself right off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. Now, this is something to think about before we carry on. We are four episodes halfway through the season. We've hit all the trailer footage. So to yeah. your point, Lauren, oh, I'm blind to your point. They have a ton of budget left for the rest of these four episodes. Can you imagine what we're about to see? Okay. I just want to throw that. We're about to there. get our minds blown. Everyone back to Tatooine, everybody. Yo, back to Tatooine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone in the chat, just start thinking about that. We're halfway through yes. the season and we've seen all the trailer footage. So we are flying blind to Kyle's point. So I can't wait. All right, Maggie, you called this out earlier. I am so happy to share this. If anyone had missed this, you're welcome. So look at this gentleman. (laughs) Hey, it's a boogie. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And And this uh, is like the funniest thing because it happens so often. You're like, oh, they can't see me. I'm out of I'm out of frame. Cause it's probably somebody who like walked to crafty and then came back and they're like rolling, rolling. And they're just like, Oh, I'll just no tuck way. in here. It's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this, you think this guy has like a muffin in his other hand? You think he's probably, like, Oh yeah. That happens so often. You come back from crafty. You, you, you think you had enough time. You come back. They start saying rolling, rolling. They go tuck in, tuck in. Oh, it's and, so- and you know, this guy's getting all these texts today. They're like, God damn it, Brian. Did you see the episode? <laughs> Steve, what are you doing yeah. back there? <laughs> All I can say is I loved everybody who was like celebration 2021. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll get that guy. Now we have I'll two boom mic guys. Guy yeah. I'm actually gonna cosplay. I'm gonna cosplay as him and have just a giant wall covering yeah. everything but my arms. <laughs> just walk around the wall. 
Just a just yeah. a, sl- a half a sleeve and a watch. That's someone's the whole doing it. You know that yeah. is good. Oh, that yeah, is that. being done. That's being done. Oh my sure. god, I love it. I like this one here. One job, Steve. Exactly, yep. Sean. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. One job. Mike oh Harris god. calls him the denim trooper. Levi five oh first. Friggin' hilarious! But I love Easiest that. cosplay in the game. Yeah, oh and, but it's Star Wars, and it's not—it's not above like that type of silliness or like goof up. Like, oh, that's for cool. sure. I'm fine with it. Like Maggie said before, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's great. Whatever. Real it's film. Great. Did yeah. not take away from this episode at right. all. I actually did not notice until you guys talked about it before we got on air. Oh, really? I, I Seriously? Not, oh my god! Yeah, super funny, super funny. All right, now we have to get serious here. This is entering my territory. This is entering my sweet spot here because this is like ripe for your headcanon. This is ripe mm. for storytelling. This is ripe mm. for where you think that this series is going to go. And I know that uh, several people have speculated on this and uh, I am one of them. Uh, we get into a chamber after the reactor. Oh, oh, let me back up. Hang on, hang on. I got too far ahead. Um, so they, they, they get to the reactor core. And one, then literally, my favorite line in the entire <laughs> season two is uttered by Mithril, where uh, he has so to good. go out onto the ledge of the reactor. Grief <laughs> is making him shut down the reactor, and he's like, he's tapping it. It's like, it's like you know, stories high over a lava pit. It's terrifying. Everyone's freaked out, and they're making Mithril go out there because it's so dangerous. And he taps on the grate, and he's going, "There's no guardrail here." <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about how absolutely impractical that setup was? Like, right. what yeah. was the Empire thinking? Right. Stormtroopers have terrible aim. I'm oh. sure they can't walk straight either. Right. More right. visibility, at least. Dude, yeah. this oh, morning, at they did that in Family Guy. I watched it. I died at that line because I've always thought that in Star Wars. It's like, what are you doing? You're like, That's- you can build these crazy things. That's two times now that this show has kind of made fun of like stormtroopers <laughs> yes. not being good. They made fun of this now. I love it. Like, <laughs> give it to me. That's cool. I feel like they've made fun of the stormtroopers being bad shots like three or four different oh, yeah, times. Right. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they can hit the hell out of Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. I mean, only yeah. in the armor, though, which is like, is that even better than missing? So, yeah. <laughs> right. Hi, this is Gary Widow. Very proud to be a Star Wars friend. You are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friends Show. Hi, this is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. I'm Jason Fry. Thanks for listening to Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hi, this is Kevin Kiner, composer for Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. I'm happy to be a Star Wars friend.
Hi, I'm Kyle. Will you be an angel for a helpless baby Yoda? Every day, baby Yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers, and he's crying out for help. Please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the Star Wars friends with a monthly gift right now. For only 60 calamari flan a month, you'll help rescue baby Yoda from their abusers and provide food, shelter, Jedi training, and Beskar armor. Subscribe now and follow us on Twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gif of baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you. Some comfort here. Baby Yoda needs our help. So please, subscribe, rate, and review right away. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one. Now, back to the Star Wars Friends. Uh, so they, they get the reactor blown, or they're, they're going to blow the reactor. Mithril got it shut down. <laughs> not at and all. Definitely not to code. <laughs> on the way out of this facility, they got 10 minutes to leave. They stumble upon a chamber. Which, long 10 minutes. Long 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Soft 10, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes Star Wars time. <laughs> this is where everything changed Ooh. for me as far Ooh. as the direction of where I think this show is going to go. Uh, we wanted to know more about Dr. Pershing. We wanted to know more about why Dr. Pershing and the client was after the child. And I think we got some of the, the best breadcrumbs here, at least for folks for Star Wars fans who have an active imagination or love the EU or, or just really want to connect the dots, what they let out for us in a two-minute scene is just absolutely incredible. So if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's magical. They open this this chamber, and then there's two guys at a panel who like panic, and they're like, destroy it, destroy it. They start f- firing at the panel to destroy whatever evidence is on there. Uh, of course, they get smoked. And... Um, <laughs> They Mando, Grief, and Kara make Mithril open up whatever's on this panel. But in this room, you see these tanks. And I don't know if anyone noticed the song, the 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 act and Josh is shaking his head. He knows. I did. So does anyone want to just guess who this looks like? Snoke. And what song was in the background? Yeah, song from Force Awakens. Yeah, anyone else goosebumps, or am I the only one who has like, on goosebumps? Freaked right out, and like, okay, can I go on like a brief tangent for a please, second? Please. I love what Dave did with the Clone Wars and connecting the Clone Wars with the original trilogy, collect connecting them with the prequel trilogy, and in general connecting all of the animated series into the larger canon. And we've seen the new books that have been slowly coming out also go to great lengths to do the same thing and connecting canon 
comics, canon cartoons, canon movies, canon television. And so seeing this, like as much as I might not like the rise of Skywalker, seeing this connection and making it a bigger world just ticked all of my Star Wars boxes. Yes. And there and there's I, I understand that people are still upset about the rise of Skywalker and that's their prerogative. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, I'm never going to not be bitter about the Rise of Skywalker. But if if Dave and John can connect the Rise of Skywalker yeah. into the larger mm-hmm. world, I am I might actually like soften a little bit because I I just want it to be more connected. And I felt like the Snoke stuff in the Rise of Skywalker came so out of left field, even though obviously there's stuff in the expanded universe. Yep. Um, yep. That seeing it tied into the Mandalorian is just going to be. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Preach. <laughs> Josh. I had it on yeah, my mind Josh. all morning. <laughs> Our resident John Williams one percenter, Mr. Josh. Well, yeah, I'm not. I, yeah. I, I mean, I already. Yeah, I said the, the song. So this one scene with Snoke in the jar, we think, and the M count thing ties oh, the yeah. sequels and the prequels together yep, in a nice bow. Yep. And I, I to to go on what Maggie said, I think like the road to like healing for the sequel trilogy is these kind of things where we yes. can tie it into the greater universe. If, yes. Like we're getting that, we might be getting that Snoke or slash resurrection of the emperor backstory mm-hmm. that we wanted. And that was lacking from rise of right. Skywalker Agreed. Uh, yeah. slash, you know, last Jedi force awakens. Can so you imagine, can you imagine if they figure out by the end of Mandalorian, how to tie in the series as well as they did with the clone wars and revenge of the Sith. No, they um, my God, my God. And I kind of foresaw this happening last year when there was the tie-in of Baby Yoda doing force healing tied in then with the rise of Skywalker. And I was like, okay, so they're going to try to like bridge the gap there. And so I like what they're, they're laying out. And I don't know, I am a huge fan of the expanded universe. And yes. like, obviously there's a whole like Palpatine cloning thing in the expanded universe. And so anything even if I might not like how it's done, that legitimizes the stories that I grew up with in the expanded universe. Agreed. I'm going to be there and I'm going to support it. <laughs> Agreed. Now look so at I'll, this, look at this shape here. You guys, I'll see be honest, I did not catch this. Like, so are this you serious? Kind of really? I swear to God, swear to God. I, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention. Like, <laughs> Lauren, how are you feeling right now? <sighs> it's a lot, honestly. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> She's going to sign off and rewatch right now. Yeah. I'll be right back. Hold on. So you guys, so you guys just saw the last two images I put up. Um, Very similar skull structure. I feel like you can see the scar. Yeah. That's what I see. Yeah. Let me me pull that back up. Let me pull that one back up here. So I'm going to get close to my screen. I can't see. (laughs) I know. I did that to my TV in my living room and I was staring at my TV. (laughs) There you go. Let me, let me zoom in for everybody here. If anyone Enhance. and and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, him. Now, if you're listening to our audio podcast of this show, uh, just go ahead and rewatch the scene where they enter that mm-hmm. that 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 chamber with all the tanks of bodies, where they talk about the M count, as Mike Harris brought up in the mm-hmm. chat, uh, and, and Josh just talked about a moment ago. That M count, uh, we do believe, is midichlorians. We, yes, and, and oh, 100%. Just how incredible! So I've got a I've got another thing too. So when we do. When we do pan to Moff Gideon, like right after that, mm-hmm. um, what was were those just type 
TIE fighter um, helmets and suits or we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Okay. I'm very, I got a lot to to say about that. Got a lot to say about that. What did you think about when um, Dr. Pershing, is that his name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he said that there was a volunteer for the next time, like there's just one, there's not multiple volunteers. Do you think we're going to see this volunteer? Could we see a healthy looking Snoke? Right. Who could it be though? What if it what if it isn't Snoke? What if they're like practicing? So like my my philosophy and like my theory was that they're practicing on putting midchlorians into normal people so that they can create like super powerful soldiers. Troopers. Oh, yeah. like yeah, dark troopers? Dark yeah. troopers, oh. which is also like that's kind of some expanded universe stuff. Oh, yeah, and Scott's got it too from Dark Forces and yeah. Dark Empire. John, yeah. or, Kyle, that's where I was going with this is that those what you were talking about I believe are dark troopers, which we'll get yeah. into a little bit later. And so At the end I, there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think they're dark troopers. Yeah. Yes. And I thought that that whole thing about having volunteers and I was like, okay, so are we going to, is it going to be somebody that we know? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be somebody that we are familiar with from like the original trilogy that like somehow ends up like somebody from the empire that maybe we know of already because it just felt too, yeah, like it felt too, it felt too pointed of like, we have a volunteer Volunteer. and it was singular and we all know that like, they like bringing things, bringing things together. And so I don't know. I got really excited about it. Cause I just like, again, yeah. legitimizing expanded universe stories. Like yes. so, there is such a, a beautiful world of expanded universe to pick and choose from. And they're picking and choosing some of the very niche things. Yes. Yes. I'm hoping the volunteer is Werner Herzog. I want that. Dude back. <laughs> it's a client. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh, so good. <laughs> So, like, on on one hand, they answered the question about what they were doing with Baby Yoda, and they were Mm -hmm. harvesting his blood, and it seems like what he was saying is they were using that blood to keep Snoke or whatever's in that jar, like, kind of alive, which is also different than there's a volunteer, and then there's all... So, I feel like there was potentially multiple things going on with this, um, because I... I don't think whatever's floating in that jar was a volunteer, right? But no. he did say that they were using that blood to keep it alive, and it, it was right there. So, like, I think there's multiple things going on here. Um, and I wonder like if I that said, they answered a question, but we have more still. I wonder yeah. if that volunteer has Mandalorian ties. Because, you don't, I, mean, uh, yeah. since, I mean, since the show is, I mean, and Andrew has always brought this, you know, brought this to my attention, and she's like, it's Star Wars, but it's Mandalorian. So, like, we would need to follow Mandalorian lore, Mandalorian this and that. What so a Yeah. Oh <laughs> so, I mean, it, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's some type of Mandalorian, like uh, ex-Mandalorian. How crazy or, would that be? What, what if it's hey, Boba Fett? Here's, here's your Boba Fett. I was just oh, going to say, what man. if it's your Boba Fett, people? What if he's the one volunteer? Right. Yeah. Strong. Strong take. Strong take. I mean, it's, it's not far back. <laughs> Oh my God, uh, Maul. Rebel yeah. Earth Empire. No. Maul just doesn't die. You can't Maul bring him snow. back to life twice. <laughs> Come on. Dude, he came Come back on. in the holiday special. Get out. <laughs> oh my That's God. True. How fun was that? True. That's him true. crawling. That was how so fun good. was that? That was good. All right. So, what a great scene. I think that all of us kind of geeked out about this. Lauren, glad that we said, can share this right. with I you. I know. Yeah. So, thank um, you. Very cool. So, 
lots to digest. I'm sure we're going to digest mm. this over the next uh, few weeks. Who knows if we're going to get any answers to this as the season progresses. All right. Mm. So they get out of there and Mando realizes like, oh, Moff Gideon's still alive. This recording's only three mm. days old. The child is out in a schoolhouse with uh, like, with a protocol out. droid. Yeah. And he's mm -hmm. like, I'm going to take my jetpack. I'm going to go. So he <laughs> runs one direction. Grief, Mithril, and Kara run another direction. And we follow, well, we get a great scene of Mando with the jetpack going up the lava mm. flow. He goes up that, that tunnel to the, uh, to the surface. He blows over a couple stormtroopers, And then we get to see that really awesome scene of him leaping off the Canyon in that jetpack sequence. Super cool. Mm. Um, love the jetpack, love the jetpack. Mm. So he takes off and then that's, that's the last we see Amando for a little bit. Now the, the rest of the three, they're making their way out of the compound and, oh yeah. And, uh, Neely po points out the superhero landing classic. So if you <laughs> nice. watch, he does do that classic superhero landing and um, our other characters are trying to get their way out of the complex. They get onto a uh, hangar bay, which we saw earlier in the, in the episode. And then the Mithril made a comment about that, uh, the Mauler, the 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 tro troop transport, which is based on the original Kenner toy line. They made this arbitrary vehicle that never appeared in Star Wars. And Dave Filoni did a great job in <laughs> Rebels and now Mandalorian bringing the the troop transport to life. We finally got to see it in in live action. Loving it. Did they? Is that the same one they used in season one when Moff Gideon's people were all rolling up and they same had them vehicle. down? Yeah, 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 same yeah. vehicle. No, I mean, I don't know if it's the exact same one, but the same <laughs> yeah. type of vehicle. Yeah, uh, so that's there, Shit, and it's it underneath this this little sheet. But they get in this, they get in this like uh, uh, shootout. They get in like a gunslinger shootout. Did anyone watch the Mithril kind of like do his like <laughs> up and like down. nervous like <laughs> yeah. Like that was me playing laser tag when I was like in, in middle school. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> so funny, dude. I love Mithril. I, I'm gonna get a Mithril t-shirt now. I'm very excited to I don't care if anyone hates me now. Scott, I'm calling you out, Scott, in the chat. I flip-flopped again. Uh so the he shoots a guy, Mithril's holding his own, life's good. They need a way out of here. And Kara hot wires the the troop transport and you know, she tries to drive through the tunnel to go up, presumably up to the surface and get the hell out of here. The door blast door closes. Okay. Put it in reverse. Expected some backing. Beep, beep, beep. No, she just guns it, turns it around. And she there's a pretty couple, slick driver. Really? Yeah. I mean, really handled it well. And then charges right at these stormtroopers. They get the hell out of the way. And then all of a sudden that troop transport launches off the Canyon in I mean, once again, speaking to the marvels of this show and what they can do with visual effects is just fantastic. That whole scene had a lot of drama, very cool. And then we get to see the pursuit. You saw all those speeder bikes earlier in the episode parked in that hangar. And then one of my favorite moments from the trailers for this season were the speeder bikes going over the cliff. Now we got Always to see cool. it. So incredible. That was a great scene. Yeah. Great yeah. scene. And who saw the two speeder bikes colliding? That was going, great. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. they're brutal in this season. They are brutal in this season. Yeah. I love it. And uh, they collide. The two, the two speeder bikes collide into a beautiful explosion. The other guys pursue. And I think someone earlier in the season um, doing the Razor Crest react show here on the star Wars friends, uh, someone in the live chat talked about how the speeder bikes, the, 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 Oh my God, the scout troopers would drag their feet 
on the ground to kind of help steer the the speeder bike and that's such an interesting thing it's it's pretty sweet um that's what i'm gonna sound stupid because i don't watch sports and i don't really know what it's called but that's like the motorcycle racing they mm. do that mm. too where they'll like lean into the cur- the curves and yeah. put a foot down yeah. yeah so that was cool um i mean We've pretty much seen everything in the trailers now. Now with the yeah. jetpack scene over the cliff, and now with the speeder, mm-hmm. the speeder bikes going over the cliff. So now we don't. We're, we we definitely are. We have no clue what's happening. What's coming now? <laughs> so you get this incredible action sequence in this in this lava valley, and you know it's really high. It's really high stakes. It's really. I mean, it's it's cool. You don't know where Mando is, and you got you got a pursuit in a canyon, taking a clunky vehicle through all these sharp turns and whatnot. Grief. Carl Weathers, 70 plus years old. What is he? 72, 73. Dude looks like he did his own stunt falling out of the, out of the thing. Um, I mean, incredible, incredible. So he goes back to the gunner position. You get a lot of the classic nods of the, uh, uh, the original trilogy of the vehicles getting in the scopes and they line up and they've, oh, dude, it's so good. Um, How about those tie fighters with the foldy wings? Yeah. So there, so there we go. So they get, they dispatch the, the speeder guy. bikes. The speeder bikes are gone. Um, Kara actually runs a, uh, a speeder bike into the Canyon wall, which was super intense. And they finally get rid of the speeder bikes. Everyone's relieved. Oh, we're good. We're going to go back to Navarro. We're going to have a blue milk macaron and uh, life's good. We're going to catch up with Mando. And all of a sudden, the the entire facility blows up. Boom! You see this awesome shockwave, and little do they know, our heroes. Little do our heroes know that those Tie Fighters with those flappy foldy wings, they're in pursuit. But you get this beautiful moment in the episode where the the soundtrack drops out, and you and you hear the sound of the ties, and yep. that is an unmistakable sound. Yep. If you are in, if you're being pursued by Tie Fighters, it's probably a terrifying feeling. Yeah, you so don't you want to hear those twin ions? Mm-hmm. No oh way. no. Oh no. So you, you hear them and they're like, Oh, it's, it's not over. Okay. Let's figure this out. They're in another little battle here with the tie fighters and grief. You know, he's doing his best blows up one tie fighter. That thing hurdles towards the, (laughs) towards the, uh, the, the transport and melds with the transport. It like disables (laughs) the gun. Mm -hmm. Um, that was intense. That was cool. I love seeing the TIE fighters blow up in the cockpit. Does anyone else like get super yeah, stoked with that? Shop. Oh, it's so cool. And these were like aggressive ones. I mean, they, they, they did not use a Wilhelm scream for these, um, which <laughs> if, if you know Wilhelm, they scream, actually blew people up. It was their real scream. <laughs> Carl Weathers. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's definitely wrong. a method director. Uh, so um, Carl Weathers is 72, 72. Good for him. My God. Uh, now, Lauren, you were at Celebration uh, oh. 2019 in Chicago. Sorry, Andrea. I know that that is a sore subject. Rude. Um, <laughs> were you, Lauren, were you in the arena when Carl Weathers came out on stage? Were you part of the Mandalorian panel? I was. I was at the panel, yeah. Wasn't oh that incredible God. when he came out? I want you. I want yeah. you. Oh, no, the, the best part is he's like, oh, we, this third actor, you've, you, you probably haven't heard of him yet, but you will be hearing about him. <laughs> like yes. John Favreau <laughs> acting like he's an unknown. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, oh, who? Carl you Weathers. Carl oh Weathers. <laughs> so, so here they are. They the the gun is now disabled on a troop transport, and Practical they deaths. yeah. They, you know, they're trying to get out of the canyon. They got to go. And now they're in the lava flats. So they don't have no more cover. They're out of the canyon. It looks like all hope is lost. 
and all of a sudden you hear those classic uh, re- uh, old Republic or not old Republic. My my goodness, Clone Wars era lasers coming from the sky. Boop 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 boop. You know it's a Razor Crest. You know it's a Razor Crest. Hammers down on those Tie Fighters, and we get to see some of the best. Uh, you know what? I got so excited, guys. I forgot that I even had photos up here ready to go. We're just going a mile a minute here. There's those speeder bikes. Let's see what else I have on here. Sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> speeder bikes are so dope. So Love dope. Yeah. So dope. And uh, we got the cockpit scene here of our, our three heroes. And, you know, Mithril gets thrown back pretty good in that scene. That's pretty uh, That's pretty tight. And all right. Now, here we are. Now we're caught up. So I got those two. I, I didn't have a lot of screenshots, but you get to see those laser blasts come from the sky, blow up a TIE fighter. And all of a sudden the razor crest comes in the view. Let's just talk about what I'm about to put up here. I think everyone is agreeing. <laughs> hey, hey, look at this, hey, hey. Look at so this little guy. Look at this little guy. Just having the time of his life. I love a, that he's strapped in. He is, it has to be. <laughs> he hasn't been before. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Manda's Finally. pulling some. He's pulling some serious maneuvers here. Some little he's maneuvers. Such a dad now. Um, maneuver. Space daddy. Yeah. Uh, Josh's namesake. His rap name. Space little daddy. Maneuvers. That sounds inappropriate. Space, space still... daddy. No, space, space daddy. daddy works. We can call him Space Daddy. Okay. Space knows daddy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we're in this. We're in this dog fight, and the Razor Crest is put back together. Wow! Yeah. Did those mechanics that grief had on Navarro way really better. Do it? You yeah, mean the sketchy? New. You mean the sketchy person working on the show? Yeah, minus right minus on. the one being a scoundrel. They were uh, better at their trade, at least. Yeah, they definitely were. <laughs> they definitely were. The Razor Crest is in form again. Yay! Very excited about this. And then and, I uh, pull up. <laughs> <laughs> he um, Mando pulls some really great maneuvers in this thing, and mm-hmm. you know he's. He's doing these moves where he's cutting the engines, letting it fall using gravity to do a lot of um, just really intense flying. And then there's a awesome. scene where the, the tie is coming head on to the razor crest and it's, they both have each other in their sights in the, in the, in the, in the guidance system. Mm-hmm. And Mando just happens to shoot first. And shot first. <laughs> Mando <laughs> shot first, but then here it is. Here it is. Oh, oh, oh baby. That- the That's what he gets for eating the whole sleeve of stolen Girl Scout cookies. I just, I just want to say that I had like predictive programming because I put this bib on my child last week, <laughs> so he could have some chowder. And obviously, Den needs a nice "I love my daddy" um, nice bib yeah. because. Cute. Yes. Yeah. So he, so the child was eating those delicious blue milk macarons while Mando is pulling those little maneuvers in the sky, which just wrecked his stomach and he barfed all over himself. And to Mike (laughs) Harris's point, Mike loved it so much. He changed his Twitter handle to blue baby Yoda barf. (laughs) Very good. Mike's handles are always solid, solid handle, Mike. Solid. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just put this, let's just put this up one more time. Now, Kyle, you brought this up earlier. I don't think we're going to get the child at a desk as a pop. No. I think we get the bo- the barf pop. The, the blue barf? The blue barf pop. And They'll probably release three or four pops from this episode. It's a variant. You got a, you have a glow Monday. in the dark. You'll have a, yeah, Mando Monday is going to have a glow in the dark barf pop. Um, <laughs> That's a chase. A chase. Yeah. It's a variant. Or a hot topic exclusive or something. Yeah, the chase will be like green barf for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> does anyone remember now i'm only saying this because i'm a super nerdy toy collector um does anyone remember jabba glob does that mm. ring any bells for anybody no so during sounds made up it's not i promise you if you go to <laughs> evil bay you'll find jabba glob um so jabba glob was a phantom menace era jabba toy where you would oh. put slime in him and you would squeeze yes. him and the slime would yes. come out of his mouth oh really please maggie hold up your child Hold up your child. Can and you imagine having a a Yoda squeeze, a baby Yoda glob and it just and it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> Kids would love it. Kids would love it. And adults too. It. Let's not forget the. I'd adults. buy one. In yeah. The, in the adults. <laughs> so um, so here it goes. So we get the cute puke scene. He's cleaning. He's cleaning up the puke like a good dad in the back yeah. seat. Cleaning the, the with, puke with his cape. With his cape. Yes. Yep. Super funny. <laughs> Uh, and grief's like, yo, man, you're gonna come back for a drink or what? And he's like, nah. Uh, what did he say? What he had maintenance on board maintenance, on board maintenance. maintenance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> aka my kid puked. Right, <laughs> right. It's so good. And uh, so he's like, yo, I got business to attend to. We all know what that business is. He's in search of the Jedi. Uh, who Bo-Katan had had Oof, told him the name. We all love Ahsoka Tano and. We'll see where that goes. So Din flies off. That's the last we see of Din and leaves our, uh, there's the Jabba glob. <laughs> yeah. Look at that thing. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that on their, that. their no. toy shelf? No, no, no. <laughs> well, terrified. Lauren <laughs> is terrified. I'll oh, I'll make sure I know what to send you for Christmas now. No, so, thank um, you, Chris. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, we have with a Mando flies off. He's he's going off to Corvus to find the Jedi, or at least we presume so. But he also wants to get out of the system because he makes a comment that he wants to get out of there in case Moff Gideon um, is on his trail and leaves us with that. Little, little does he burn. know. Little, little does, does he know. know. In, yeah. Indeed, craziness. Now. We get we go back to Navarro. I thought the episode might have been over, but we go back to Navarro to see uh, Grief Karga hanging out in his office with Mithril. But we get to see our good friend Carson Teva, who is a New Republic officer, and he's there inquiring about the Razor Crest being on the transponder at Navarro. And we all know what happened in a previous episode, trying to get the transponder on for the Razor Crest. He lets Carson. Uh, Teva and Trapper Wolf, played by Dave Filoni, they let Mando live. So now they're just following this. Now, lots of interesting dialogue here. Grease playing it off like, I, I never seen this guy, man. Like, you got no proof. Sorry. You know, it doesn't. I, my hands Grief are cool. Like, I plead the fifth. Fuck the police. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I really do not Is like this? the New Republic or basically the police. It does there, not make He called him an officer, too, right? He did it call doesn't make officer. me happy. Uh, yeah. Now, there, uh, were some other, there was some other dialogue, and Andrea, you may have caught it with, with your watches, but there was dialogue about, you know, what are you doing out in the Outer Rim? Like, you should, you know, there was, like, some comment about being out in the Outer Rim, and, yeah. like, why don't you just leave us alone? Well, oh. earlier in the episode, he said that the New Republic needs to stay out of the Outer Rim, that the Empire couldn't even control it. Why did they yes. think they could? Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that was, I mean, that's a, like, long-standing, like, issue with, like, the Outer Rim didn't really like either of them. Yeah. Sort of like the North in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, they're just like, no, leave us alone. We are on the outside. Go deal with the Inner Rim stuff. Like, leave us alone. Right, right. <laughs> So, he, so Carson Teva leaves and doesn't get the answers he needs or wants. But he, you know, he goes up to Caradun, who's hanging outside of the uh, Grief's little, little room there, 
And, you know, he goes, hey, whatever, um, why don't you join us? You, you're a pretty good trooper. Heard you from Alderaan. And, you know, he asked, and, and listen, this guy, I uh, forget his, his name, the actor. He's he's fantastic. I love him. Mm-hmm. And just a brief little s- couple scenes here. Because um, his reaction to learning that Kara lost her her whole family in Alderaan was just subtle. But the acting was was really was really great there. Kyle, what you got? So I was a little unclear, and I haven't gotten to watch it a second time yet so maybe i just missed a little something but they let him go last time and said just you know fix your transponder or whatever thing they told him to do and now they're hunting him down again so like i don't a few understand days later it. why are they why are they chasing after him? leave him alone stop <laughs> andrea what you got what's your theory i think they showed up because of the explosion of the old imperial ah. base and then it just happened that uh, the Razor Crest showed up on one of the transponder transmissions. Yeah, okay. I can get on board with that. Yeah, yeah. The Razor Crest just keeps popping up in all these uh, interesting yeah. situations. You know, these two, those two X-wing guys are going to come to Din's aid at the end of the season. Like, I just oh, feel totally. Like that's, that's just they're they're making it kind of well aware. Like they're following him, and then they're going to. Either save him, help him, whatever is going to happen. I feel like that's just where we're going with with. I that. think we're going to see a massive space battle. I hope, oh, dude. I would be oh, awesome. God, I think do I think one. we are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got one more thing. So I, uh, so Cara Dune. I know we're not going to get into any controversy, but I did like in this episode how they treated her more like a humanitarian than just like some sort of like warrior. When her and grief and Mando were talking about, you know, like getting the empire out of Navarro, he kind of wanted it for like a business proposition, but Kara wanted it to like free the planet. Mm -hmm. And then to see her talking about, or being somewhat, you know, taken aback by what happened with Alderaan and all of that. I feel like they're really trying to put a little bit more emotional weight into her character or they might just ax her. I don't know, but fingers crossed. (laughs) I love that. I love that for you. I, but, but, but I have to say, like, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's a good point. I mean, listen, I, I, I am, you all know how I feel. You can follow me. My, my Twitter handle's right here. You know how I feel. It's, uh, but I'm not going to dive into it on this show. But if you want to come at me, you can. Um, I, I do, from a character standpoint, Andrew, you're spot on, man. I, I, anytime they can add depth to a character, even mm-hmm. someone that has only shown up in, what, three, four episodes max now, um, mm-hmm. why not? It's not a bad thing. Uh, and it's that juxtaposition between the grief and Kara. And uh, it just, it does. It adds it's that world building aspect. Maggie, yeah. go ahead. The thing that I thought was really interesting was like, obviously like hindsight 2020, like the fact that last year they wrote like a perfect opening for that character to exit with grace, so to speak, mm. of like leaving and joining the new Republic. And it can happen off screen. I mean, I think we're probably going to see her again at the end of the, the season, just based on like, her posting about rapping in February, which was like the last episode. Um, but I just thought it was like interesting how, you know, sometimes things line up and you have the perfect out for writing a character out of a situation without having to kill them. Well, to your point, Sean's in here too. Uh, in this chat here, they've left to, they left room to imply that Kara might rejoin the new Republic without doing a spinoff. So we right. learned, so we learned that Kara lost everybody and that Carson Teva actually served for uh, during Alderaan and asked, asked her if she wants to join the new Republic. 
So there yeah. you go. There's there's your possible out. Um, but he he gives her this medal, which if you're in the Star Wars community long enough, you might you might be lucky enough to get a collector's coin. Um, I know we've talked about that those on this show here. And Justin, who's not with us tonight, has a ton of collector's coins. Um, that felt like a almost like a nod to collectors as well because it's a beautiful medallion that Carson left with uh, with. Cara Dune, which I presume is just a medal to um, symbolize a, a, a rebel warrior. So, or you're, you're a veteran, you know, it's one of those mm-hmm. things. The new Republic is, is showing honor to those who serve. So um, interesting. I mean, just small, subtle things. And it's just, it's really cool. It's really cool that they, they have those nods to that. So, all right, he takes off care of ponders. Maybe, maybe she'll leave. We don't, we don't know. I mean, with the way things are going, you know, uh, so we shall see now episodes, not over. Episode's not over. Okay. All of a sudden you're in space and you see this incredible and Justin would know the class of star destroyer. This is we've, we've seen them before. I don't know the specific class, but it's the one that has the, the two um, almost like the millennium Falcon after the uh, escape pod jettisons, you get those two um, pointed edges at the front of the ship and it cruises by goes inside. And we see this Imperial officer who goes up to a hollow of that shifty, mechanic that's shifty mechanic on navarro who you know gives that subtle nod to the camera at the beginning it's like yeah i'm gonna yeah. do something here you kind of look like ochi of best yes! yes okay that's exactly but what was not- my next that was my Mim- next mimbeni's like gunny from squadrons he does look like gunny from squadrons no it, that's i mean that's the species that it is yeah, it's a species <laughs> yeah but um it really annoyed me that this character had like a alien voice and gunny's like hey y'all let's hey, get our right? spaceships let's like, go play some <laughs> squadrons y'all <laughs> yeah okay can we just briefly do around has everyone played squadrons yeah andrea lauren have you guys played squadrons i'm trying no. to get a ps5 before i can do that oh. man, so. if anybody wants my <laughs> copy of squadrons, if anybody watching in the live chat wants my copy of squadrons uh hit me up we can work something out i maybe have played three hours total on the game uh josh brought up a good point here the, the voice acting is something left to be desired on that game um so <laughs> when you get to play squadrons take a particular look at gunny anyways i um, think the gameplay is fun Gameplay is I think fun. the voice the voices are a little whack sometimes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the B wings, and also our good friend Stephen Lynn is also looking forward to the B wings. All right, I defender, get out of here. Thrawn's <laughs> legacy is alive. That's true. Good call. Um, so anyway, we Ochi Bastoon from mm-hmm. very brief moment in Rise of Skywalker. We know Ochi is a, a Sith assassin, but because of the Snoke. Connotate or Snoke, uh, possible breadcrumbs in this. It did lead me to the same thought, Andrea, that this could be. Um, I don't know. I mean, Ochi's like super deformed. It is the same species, but Ochi's mm-hmm. deformed, and uh, there is Ochi a. Doesn't have a species listed on Wikipedia. Oh, are you serious? Okay, yeah. Then. He does. Hey. The the only thing the thing that he's missing is the four like the head ridges. So if the if if there's Mimbanis that don't have the head ridges, then he totally is. But mm. that's and I mean and if they're if they're not all red, like well, all the ones all the other ones we've seen have been red. There is a comic coming out, and I forget what series it's in. It's in a new upcoming comic where they actually have Ochi Bastoon in it. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Now, Ochi Bastoon in the comic has like a, a Batman-type costume. You can Google it. You can find it. Ochi Bastoon comic. Um, it's a really interesting costume. I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. So, he, he fights uh, – oh, I won't – He yeah, I won't – I've read the comic that he's in. He's wearing a, like a helmet the whole time, though. Yes. Yeah, it looks like Batman. 
Looks like Batman. So, all right, here we go. Could be Ochi, probably not. But very similar striking, uh, striking resemblance there. Now, this, we'll just call him Ochi for, for namesake. So, Ochi's talking to the, the, the Imperial officer, says, yeah, man, I planted the tracking fob. Like, and then the officer says something interesting. We'll reward you in the new, in the new order. The new era. The new era. New, the new era. era. New era. New era. Ooh, for all you Aftermath fans, that is, uh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, I like that. That line was super cool. And then that same officer goes to a different room and finds none other than our good friend Giancarlo, a.k.a. Moff Gideon, looking super pissed, like, bro. You can't you see him just looking at these robots here? Like, why did you interrupt me? Look at this face. Uh, he's so pissed. And Good she delivers guys. the news. Yo, the Razor Crest is alive. The Razor Crest is kicking. Uh, and the Mandalorian still has the asset. Gideon's super stoked. He's like, all right, man. Cool. I'm down. Take a look at. Oh, here we go here. Let me load these up. He goes. You know, he's like, take a look at this. We're prepared. We're ready to go. And I have a bunch of dark troopers at my disposal. Now, nice. here's the thing. Barely see him. You could barely see him. You can make it out. I got a beautiful television. It's massive. I, I didn't know what they were. I was like, man, these are advanced TIE fighters. These are like weird uh, super troopers, whatever. They have to be dark troopers. They I have thought they to were some kind of weird version of Vader's suit to keep that half alive thing in the jar alive. Yeah, maybe. Which you could be right. You could, there's, yeah, I mean. I, I, I don't know. You, you can barely see him. You can just see that it's a suit. You know, you see the little reflections. You can't tell. It's, it's very reminiscent of Dark Troopers, um, which to those who, who haven't played uh, certain video games, haven't read the Expanded Universe, they are like you, we want to talk about battle droids, B1 battle droids being massive and hulking. Th these dark troopers, they have impenetrable armor. They're fast as hell. They have super weaponry, jetpacks. They're no joke. They're no joke. And they're powered by force, the force. Like, so here's the thing. Mm. <laughs> this is <laughs> like, all new to me, honestly. Uh, this is oh, really? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is so to Kyle's point, they're, it could very well be that they're trying to create a force sensitive human who to, to go inside of these suits right. to be really the ultimate Josh, the ultimate warriors. So it's a wrestling thing. <laughs> Josh likes wrestling. Um, warriors. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> shaking the ropes. Um, so here's the thing. And then, okay. Sean puts it in here. Sean puts it in the trap. The audio description for the episode refers to them as dark troopers. Y'all. You're not ready. You're wow. not ready for this. You're it not is, ready. They're dark troopers. It's it's so a thing. those, those are just suits. So obviously that's not like that. We well, I was thinking, we, I, I was thinking those are people like chilling, like getting. I don't know. I, I thought, know given the fact like. that it looks like there's wires attached to them, that mm -hmm. they might actually have people inside of them that they're that's waiting to like straight off yeah. turn on, basically. Do you yeah. guys remember when there was a, a of the rumor when Rogue One came out <laughs> that the Death Troopers might be zombies? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, it's been a few Let's years since the movie Let's came get out. Weird Star Wars. I, I'm in for all this. <laughs> we know Mike Harris. Mike Harris would like that because Mike Harris is a horror junkie. So uh, <laughs> might troopers. like the zombie troopers. And I'm, I'm just saying, we've already had a lot of horror this season. Mm -hmm. They yeah. leaned into the horror trope. Yeah. True. This is the first episode without Let's a totally monster, right? Into it. Yeah. Right? Am I crazy? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. first episode without a monster. The monster, monster yeah. 
The, I mean, the Mithra could technically be the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> You're right. Ah, right who, who I almost, I almost told you, Kyle, when you said that Gil was too on the nose. The official name of the creature is the Gil Man. It is. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Terry the Gill Man. I love it. I love Wait, it. Wait, hold on. So the name <laughs> of that creature oh, is Kyle like says. that species is Gillman? Is that what you're saying to me? The creature from the Black Lagoon is also called Gillman. Oh, the Gillman. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. You thought the Mithral was. I thought you were talking about the the Mithral. I'm like, they call Mithral Gillman? That can't be right. (laughs) It sounds right. Uh, So here we are. Now it cuts to the directed by Carl Weathers. We are left with a cliffhanger. This is the type of episode that that gave so much and gave you so much more to look forward to. Mm. It really did. This was my favorite cliffhanger of the season. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I mean, think like you, like we said earlier. We have four episodes that we have no idea what the hell we're gonna see. Like we have no clue. Like, right. We assume we're gonna see Ahsoka. So I got my head right now after watching that, watching that episode is like, all right, we're he's obviously gonna go see Ahsoka next episode. I think that's a kind of like not a given, but I think we're just assuming. Honestly, there's been rumors. What was it? I think it was SWNN. Like months ago, said that Ahsoka was gonna be in it and have a lightsaber. Um, Gus from what? What? You know, was it? Uh, whoever the actor is, I call him Gus from Bad. Oh, Giancarlo Bad. Esposito. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, he Uh-oh. was an interview saying <laughs> that. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he <laughs> was saying that he was gonna be using the dark saber. So, like, could we get an Ahsoka slash Moff Gideon? Uh, Moff Gideon little fight next. Oh, dude, that's where I'm at right that now. That would not go. Well, for Moff Gideon at all, I can't imagine. <laughs> you know, I mean, and then, but what if he, what if he shows up with all these like shreds. zombie zombie esque like dark troopers? Man, I'm here for it. Well, you Let's know, get man, weird. Let's if you know anything weird. about dark troopers, Mando cannot take on the dark troopers by himself. Right, you can't. Let's That's get the true. crew together, baby. Let's get Cobb Vanth. Let's get Boca. Let's get everybody. Boba together. Fett. Do this. Let's get, get Boba, Boba Fett. Why not? Why not? I mean, we gotta do it, baby. We gotta do it. Bring get them back. Tan. Get everybody. Let's do this. Maggie's Let's gone. See. Josh, what you got? Man? Chris, um, I, I, this oh, was God. a good cliffhanger, but it wasn't the best cliffhanger of the season. Okay, hit me with it. Episode I did not one. mean to put this back. Episode. Oh no, I did. I episode didn't put it up, one, Kyle. baby. I didn't put episode it up. one of this season was the best cliffhanger. <laughs> Boba Fett is alive. <laughs> uh, it was good. It was good. It was very good. So, um, Maggie, we're good. We're done. We're done. We got it out. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're kicked off YouTube. Now YouTube's had enough. They're they're done. Damn you, Beaumont. Laura knows all about that. She's been on our show when we violated her terms of service by putting up Beaumont's face on the screen. (laughs) So risky. He still hasn't learned. He still hasn't learned. (laughs) I haven't put it. I haven't put it. Oh, (laughs) now we're kicked off. Now, now we're done. Now we're kicked off. Now we're kicked. Maggie's just now, we're out. now she's we're totally out. done. Uh, <laughs> wrap it up. So, Andrea, what's your takeaway? We heard from Lauren. Where, where do you think next next week? Maybe the rest of the season. What do you think is going to happen here? Yeah, my stress level is really high. Thinking yes. that Din is going to be showing up on Corvus to see Ahsoka, and the Empire is going to be trailing right behind. So mm-hmm. that that's where I am. Ooh, ooh. I think that's yeah. I, so we think, I think we think going. Ahsoka. We're going to see Ahsoka the day after Thanksgiving. Yep. What yep. a treat! 
Mm. What dessert? Oh That's man, and I'm off. So I can. Wa- I'll, I'm going to get up and watch it at 3 a.m. Are you? <laughs> Why don't you stay I, up? I, I, I might too. Actually, actually I'm off work. Bro. Do you stay up. Well, mm. see the and the whole thing is is that I'm probably going to be in a food induced coma <laughs> after eating, so I'll sleep a little bit and then get up to watch it at 3 a.m. <sighs> Boom. So, Just like yeah. Matchbox 20 always said. <laughs> You must be lonely. It's three. Must be lonely. Must be lonely. Was that Creed? Um, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> they covered it. Yeah. yeah oh man, Chris, if you can't come back from that, you might as well leave. So nineties right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's do. Let's hey, close I, up this I will table accept here. a toka with arms wide open. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> with arms wide It'll open. Take you higher. <laughs> now. Yeah, like Mike Harris. Mike's got it. Mike Harris and Noah in the chat here. It's happening, kids. Y'all. We're getting Ahsoka. (laughs) We're getting the live action Ahsoka. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm ready for this, to be honest with you. Like, I I don't know if I can. Do we have a Ahsoka showed up? I'm just so nervous. Do not Uh, what, Tab? (laughs) Do not what? Isn't she a fellow Michigan area? Come on, do not. No, lie. she's from Ohio. Don't <laughs> oh, even get, well, don't get it no, twisted. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So I, I want to know what Mara. Are you groaning at uh, at Ahsoka coming back, or or what's going on? Um, mm-hmm. Probably I mean, our that's singing. Okay. Yeah. I would like. Yeah. I'm, oh, <laughs> the singing. Yes, Sean. Yes, that's I. Funny. Fully believe that's going to happen. Ooh, no, oh, oh, oh. no, don't get no. me excited for that. No, and like, if it does, if it does, that. I will you be more disappointed. Yeah. I will be more disappointed in him <laughs> than I would be any scooper that put a, a scoop out because, bro, like that's way too. That's way too crazy. I would to Kyle's point. Always talks it. about. Oh my god, rather not it. knowing these type of things to go into it with a full surprise because right. I'm with. Yeah, Megan. I don't want to know. Yeah, we're leaving. Hi. <laughs> Fine. I'm on team surprise, damn it. I like yeah, I am too. I don't want to I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Like it's Maggie has said this before. It's all been a little suspect with that guy and like what's going on, people And like Pedro started interacting yeah. with him and like liking all of his tweets and like it's all I'm sus, just saying, it's all it's sus. sus. It yeah. is Maggie, I have a question. Sus. Is is how good is he at whining? So good. I mean, because wow. if he's going to be Ezra, he's got to be good at so whining. So good. Do you think Thrawn would let him whine? You think Thrawn would let him whine? God, like I, that? Want would I don't know if Thrawn is in control right now. He could have his live action Pergil. I want to see it. What if Pergil are in the atmosphere of Corvus? I mean, that's a dead giveaway. Okay, so here, here's my theory. Like, what if, because we know that everybody that, that Mando interacts with is like, before I help you, I have something I need you to do for me. Mm-hmm. So what if he gets to Corvus and Ahsoka's like, hey, I need some help getting like to this friend of mine. And like, mm-hmm. he has to help her get to Ezra. As if Ahsoka would need help from the Please, Please, unless if, she just hey, needs the ship. Or she needs like backup because everybody should work in pairs when you're dealing with these things. I mean, Mando is slowly learning that himself. (laughs) And so I mean, just like, what if, what if I do feel that here, I do genuinely feel we will see Ezra. I, I do, do genuinely feel and it, it we will seems see it. right if it's if it's a Dave episode and it's mm-hmm. Dave's one episode this season. Oh, you think we're gonna see Ezra? I think there, I think we could no, get a hint no. of it. I think I, we I don't could think get it's a hint. Okay, 
how about this? How about mention? We can get another mention. How about Din gets to Corvus, meets Ahsoka, says, "Are you the Jedi?" She repeats her classic line, "I I am am no no Jedi, Jedi. (laughs) but I know another Jedi." And I don't know what that means. Or listen to this. How about this? Ezra and Thrawn with the Pergil actually defined where the Yoda species comes from, and then that he is the key. Ezra is the key to deliver mm. the child to the species. Ezra's the only one that knows. The Pergil know. The Pergil know. And that's, I mean, that to me would be incredible as a send off. It's going to be interesting how they do next, how they do the next episode because are we just going to get Ahsoka right off? Are they going to like ease into it? Is she going to be like at the very end? More Santeca like, style. I More Santeca style. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. In the beginning? I, I was thinking she would be at the very end, but now if Dave's That's directing the whole too. episode, then she might just be in the whole thing. But um, I shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. It was I'm good. gonna say mid episode, like Bo Katan, mid episode. In the mid, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because we gotta obviously he's gotta get there, and maybe something happens. Who knows? Uh, I remember I think it'd now. Be similar to Bo Katan, like pretty early, yeah. in the like episode. a hero story, like uh, like she saves she sa- saves the child or somebody. Can she please say Baby Yoda? Like it's Baby Yoda or something, just to canonize that because they canonize the stupid um, oh, the force be with you. She knows a Yoda. She, she knows Yoda. Yoda. She knows exactly. Yoda. Well, well, that's that's what I was gonna she's say. Since even I though she's it. not technically a member of the Jedi Order anymore. There's still no one who knows more about the Jedi than her, including Luke Skywalker. Like, she grew up in the temple. Like, like, she knows more about it than anybody alive now, probably. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. She could say it. It's a baby Yoda. My brain is spinning so fast. Could you imagine if they canonized that? And we can just like, just That'd like, be great. That'd be great. Honestly. Now, Scott here, really Scott's saying slow burn. slow burn series can't go in all this hard. I don't know, man. I like, could. they have been, I'll tell you what, I feel like this is a full throttle season already. Yeah, I mean, right. I we really four do. Four more to go. Yeah. And, like, and the, to what happen. you were saying though, like they did, they did, sh- Bo Katan showed up a quarter of the way into that episode and then she was mm-hmm. kicking ass like the rest of the time and, it would make sense if they did a similar thing. Pretty much, he goes on a little mission with everybody he meets up with, so it stands mm-hmm. to reason that they would meet up and do a little thing. Something happens. You know, whatever. Yeah. I'm so – I mean, listen, I think uh, – okay, I think one of the things we're going to see is Moff Gideon use a Darksaber against Ahsoka Tano. I think that the yeah. Night Owls are going to come in, help battle the Dark Troopers. It's going to be this massive thing, and then the New Republic gets in on it too. I mean, I really think mm-hmm. that by the end of this season too, we're going to see a hell of a battle, uh, one that is uh, – would have been deserving for the final chapter in the Skywalker Saga. Go ahead, Andrew, before I get in trouble. Um, <laughs> hey, <I'll> leave. But <laughs> what if he gets to Corvus – Moff Gideon gets there, takes the child. Osoka no. never even gets to experience the child. Oh my god! I, I I I can see where there's a situation where I think the season. I think that's where we're going. Like I think the child yeah. gets taken, and they have to go get him. That's got to be like the, what I think. That's, that's almost the only hard. way to create real stakes. Yeah, what, exactly. there is no there is no danger of the the child dying or Dinjin right. dying. Yeah. Really, not, we I need don't stakes, believe that. And I think. 
Yeah, and I think these last four episodes is going to be stakes because I think he that's Moff Gideon gets the child, and I think that's Child's where stake. we're off the next four episodes. God, I know so this terrifying. was something. I know this was something that Chris said like earlier in our discussion. I do think that the season's going to end with Moff taking the child because, mm. as somebody who writes stories, the stakes yeah. are yep. increasingly higher with Din becoming obviously very emotionally attached to the child, mm-hmm. and so ending the season with him losing the child to Moff Gideon is the perfect ending for yeah. this season and the best cliffhanger mm-hmm. to make people lose their minds for the next year. You got to well, have that cliffhanger. I, I I did earlier in the season predict Boba Fett was going to steal the child, but man, is Moff Gideon way cooler of a, of yeah, a story I, than, that, than old and man And I need Boba more Moff Gideon. Like, he has I, not been in this season as as much as I was hoping he was going to be in because he is think, such a talented actor. Yep. And so fingers crossed so with these next three. Too. I think so we'll busy. everything. I think I think he's gonna be super involved in these last four episodes. I think it has I think to they're be. they're starting to yeah. Has I think to they're be. setting that 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 pathway of him being in 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 like important in these last four episodes. I think it's gonna show. I think yes. it's gonna show. Yeah. We kind of breeze this already but like if we get ahsoka and ezra you pretty much have to have sabine because then there's why would ahsoka have met up with ezra and then God, around but sabine me. is not um no no like, at least at least thrawn is like not part of their crew so if they had met up with him he could have like potentially gone off on his own thing you could you could explain that to me you could not explain to me why ahsoka and ezra ended up together but sabine did not i don't you think need that a, would you need you need a master sense. tactician a master tactician that knows the empire inside and out to defeat them once and for all. Right on. That is Thrawn, who, who is going to bring that. Who do you want to be Thrawn, person. though? Pierce Brosnan, clearly. Do you think right. he would do Mandalorian, though? No, God, no. And I don't want Pierce Brosnan as Thrawn. That's the, <laughs> right. weirdest, that's the weirdest Thrawn look I've ever seen. Here, you got to have someone with stellar cheekbones, no question, and someone that can pull off that voice. My God. Uh, which okay. By the way, last question I'm going to ask probably tonight because uh, we, we're we're wrapping up here in just a few minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Is Ashley Eckstein going to dub the voice no. of whomever Please, is God? I actor? hope so. God, no. I hope so. No. no. As much as I it's want, it's not going to gonna sound right. It won't. She doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, as but much you. As I would want that. It's not going to happen. I I just don't think you if if the rumor's true and if Rosario Dawson is I mean it's it's Ahsoka. basically been confirmed by right. Disney Plus Belgium so right so hey, I don't I think don't you get that. her and I don't think you dub her voice with Ashley I, I just don't think you do it yeah I, I she's just it. so dash, drastically different Yes. Okay. yes. It's going to be interesting. Get out of here. Freddie <laughs> Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but actually, I would be into that. I would be no. very into that. Who's the, uh, who's the guy that plays Doctor Strange, the actor? He, oh, no. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. My boy. Cumberbatch. Oh, don't do that to me. That's what Scott said in the chat. What? No. What? Uh, now, Mike asked the important question. Is is Dank Ferret going to be back? That's the question. Really They've said it like five times. Hearing it. Can, can we get? Oh, can talking we get about the Chris lava back? meerkat. Yeah, yeah, can the dank ferret. Back. Who? Criff, just saying Criff instead Criff, of dank ferret. Criff, I miss Criff. Criff is good. Criff is good. <laughs> so okay, this is this is going to be interesting. No matter how it plays out, this is just going to be interesting. And and to Sean's point yeah, here, Sean. 
they 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 dubbed Sam Witwer's incredible voice over Ray Park. Ray Park it, is not cross- Rosario Dawson, though. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, Ray, you Par- don't have a Ray Park. Ray Ray Park is a stunt guy that they gave like one line to, and that right. he w- didn't even do his own lines in the Phantom Sam, Menace. Sam played Maul for how many seasons? Yeah, he, oh, he's, he is Maul. He is Maul. Um, as much as I want Ashley to do that, and I, I think like I mean, I think we would all want that as fans, as yeah. as as Ahsoka fans. I, I yeah. just don't think you do that when you get a a actress like Rosario Dawson. I. I just no, don't I think yeah. You do it, but I mean, I I, I could be wrong. It, it's gonna be weird. Yeah. Um, maybe just for us. And listen, it's not gonna be weird for those folks who just started watching The Mandalorian that don't right. really understand right. what we understand and, and the and the love and the years. She's that we not put like a me. niche character anymore, though. She's pretty much mainstream as but, close as the you can get special. without being live action. Agreed, Josh. But, I noticed that too. I was definitely in the holiday she wasn't special. Holiday yeah. special. That was a weird. That she was a weird. Rise of Skywalker. It's yeah, true. but Ky- but Barely. to Kyle's point Barely. though, it you know you could yeah I mean you could argue within I think the Star Wars fan circle she's not she's not niche but oh no not at people, all <clears throat> for people that are watching the Mandalorian for the first time and don't really know a lot of Star Wars me and Andrew talked about this in our they don't know this episode right yeah. they don't know Ahsoka where's they don't Dark know Vader was. yeah where's they don't Dark know any Vader? of this like that yeah they don't I know. like Dark Vader. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that like Bo-Katan is like literally the true heir to Mandalore. Like they don't know anything. No, they think no. she's a villain. Right. But I hope they discover it. But right. I hope no, exactly. they discover it. This is and this is a beautiful part about the Mandalorian is like I think we've all kind of been talking about like what they're pulling in from even like you guys are saying the EU stuff, which I'm not aware of, and but they're pulling in Clone Wars, Rebels characters, and things yeah. that we are aware that now like as super fans we can tell like. Friends of ours or family members who are watching it and are just kind of just they don't know Star Wars. Okay, you should watch these episodes of Clone Wars, of Rebels. You'll get to know this character more, this and that. You know, so there's different the the avenues and pathways that this can have people shoot off into to dive deeper into Star Wars is huge. Yeah. But again, like with the Ahsoka thing, yeah, for us it's going to be weird. But for other fans, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, who's this Jedi? Who's yeah, you know, right? Like she's she was Anakin's Padawan. Like people are gonna lose their Anakin you know, had what? a Padawan. He wasn't even a yeah. master, right? Like, right, right. Well, so they're gonna lose their shit he, when they find yes. out that this chick was Anakin's yes. Padawan. And I'm gonna love it because it's gonna be like you guys are so like ten years, twenty <sighs> See? years, like late. I told you, I told you, motherfuckers, you should have watched the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> the adult programs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So well, my last piece here, I feel this is the, this is Star Wars building their version of the Avengers. Oof, it really no. is. You're putting together all these incredible characters. You're learning little bits and pieces of it. We're not going to get full feature films on Bo-Katan or Ahsoka, but they're putting together hey, the crew. Don't kill our wish list. You don't know Chris. that. I don't know that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we're going to get the young Ben Solo adventures on TNT, so we're fine. But the – um, Don't say that too loud, Chris. They'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not if I mute everybody first. Um, so here's the thing. Um, I, I really think they're building their Avengers squad up right now, and we're going to see them go after these dark troopers in Moff Gideon, and we're going to have that Avengers showdown um, maybe at some point. Maybe maybe not until the end of Season 3. I don't know. Mm-hmm. More story development, more character development, but I think that that is it, – it's the only good thing for Star Wars. We're getting more classic mm-hmm. characters created here, and uh, I'm, I'm here for it. So I, I'm – is everyone satisfied with this episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
Hell yeah. I saw some people on, on the tr- on the tweeter box say, Guys, this is our longest episode. Mad. This is our longest episode of Razor Crest Reacts. And we had nice. Bo Katan in the last episode. And we've talked more about the potential from this episode mm-hmm. than any other. So I think that's just because we have all this Detroit on the show today. Right. It's so cold it's in the D. How cold is it in the D it's right so now? Cold is it so day. cold in the D right now? Yeah. It is. It's really <laughs> Actually, it's not. It's like 65 or something like it's that. A balmy, balmy yeah, it's a balmy 64. <laughs> it's a balmy 64. Well, with that, we are going to wrap up this episode of Razor Crest Reacts. I'm happy it's not so cold in the D. I mean, it's cold in my heart right over here in the, <laughs> the Red Wings logo here. Um, I'm so excited for Chapter 13. I love talking Chapter 12 with everybody tonight, as I do every week on Razor Crest Reacts. This show is incredible. It just gives us so much. And everyone in the chat, thank you. Thank you yeah, all. Please make a donation to This Is The Way. Uh, we're going to post up the link on our social. We need to. Over $15,000 donations. That is incredible. Thank you, everybody. Very cool. And please check out the Galactic Podcast. Please check them out. They are our OG Star Wars friends. And <laughs> you guys are awesome. I, like, seriously. So where can they find the Galactic Podcast? Yeah, well, thanks for having us on, first of all. Kindred spirits. Thanks for joining. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, they can follow the Galactic Podcast um, at the Galactic Pod on Twitter. That's where we're pretty much at. Um, our episodes can be found on I mean, basically any platform: Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Pod, uh, all of it. Um, you can pretty much find all of our episodes uh, on there. And then you can follow me at my You can follow me, Andrea Gucci Eras at R2D Two Step on Twitter. Oh, Tweet about yeah. BTS. Oh, killer, killer, <laughs> yes. killer handle. Love that. <laughs> and and both of our shows have just recently hit our one year anniversary. So thank you to everybody that wants to. Yeah, happy anniversary to you guys. This is uh, anyone that enjoys genuine Star Wars content. You know, our shows deliver that uh, as much as we possibly can. So that's why we always hang out. We're real. We're real. Midwesterners. Keep it real. So, uh, plus, mad respect for a Star Wars slash Dave Matthews mashup. There's like, (laughs) (laughs) always, always. Uh, If you want to yell at me about anything that I said about Rise of Skywalker or uh, Corano, go ahead. At no one is Chris. Come find me. It's pronounced Corona, Chris. (laughs) 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 All right. Where can they find the rest of you guys? This is Josh. I don't know if anyone noticed that I changed my name to Stevie Y. I saw it. Uh, uh, hey, and um, you can you can uh, check my uh, upcoming little maneuvers mixtapes coming out soon, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. Oh yeah. Uh, this is Kyle, and I am at Little Maneuvers on Twitter and Instagram. Thank <laughs> you. Just kidding. KB underscore Legend, but I, I will take it brand. if you don't watch it. Do on brand. And this is Maggie, and you can find me at Maggie of the Town. Oh, uh, yeah, and you can find Maggie and me tomorrow on the Geeky Waffle uh, Mando chat. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what time is that, Maggie? That is at 8 o'clock EST over on the Geeky Waffle YouTube channel. I am going to make everybody super uncomfortable with my old man jokes. I am going to bring it so hard. Thank you for watching Razor Crest Reacts. <laughs> this is always a fun night. We love doing this. And thank you to Star Wars for keep bringing the incredible content 
Find us at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Email the show, show at StarWarsFriends.com. Hey, we're going to end this in classic fashion. May the Force be with you. Always. Always. And also with you. And also with you. <laughs> That's the new one. This is the oh! one. Christopher. <laughs> <laughs>